One of the hardest things in life has to be the art of letting go. How difficult is it to let go of people, places, things, or opportunities that once held so much space in your heart and in your mind? Let's talk about it here on Listen Linda with your host, Menneke Dane. they taught me how to let go in school y'all I wish that was part of my tuition because let me tell you something the amount of time okay emotions energy mental health that I could have saved myself child um is is astronomical (laughs) it's questionable how um they didn't incorporate that in school I think that's crazy but for real though can we talk about the difficulties, okay? The hardships that come with letting go, man. Letting go. Letting go of people, especially people. People, places, things, opportunities that did not work out, that did not stay, that were not for you. It is um, an incredibly challenging thing to accept. And let's talk about it. All right, y'all. So you, there's a lot of things you can let go of or should let go of or have to let go of. Um, and in different, you know, different settings, different contexts. For me, the hardest thing or the hardest subject matter um, when it comes to letting go is relationships. When I say relationships, I mean um, friendships and also romantic involvements okay it's um trash (laughs) it's trash um yeah honestly my 20s child my 20s have been so hard we hear it all the time and i think one of the things that make it so difficult is letting go um so speaking for me i i am the type of person that you know, once something is mine, once something is deeply connected to me, once something um, has, you know, gotten a piece of me or I've gotten a piece of it, um, it's mine. I can be very territorial, all right? I can be very, um, very loyal as well to those things and sometimes to a fault. Um, growing up, I you know, invested in so many different type of people and they invested in me. And um, these are, you know, people that I could not imagine not being in my life, you know, and um, especially because, you know, when we invested in one another, it was during our formative years and it was in a way that um, I believe was profoundly deep and you know, over the years, it's like you basically growing up together. And so um, when you kind of grow up a little bit and, you know, not necessarily, of course, there can be hurt involved. There can be actions taken that maybe weren't um, the best thing. And then, you know, it, it's, it's, it's on both ends. It's never just one person's fault. You know, I mean, 
obviously there can be like, oh, the primary issue was your fault, fam, or my fault. But I think a lot of things lead up to us making decisions that can potentially hurt the people that we love, um, especially when we're young, right? Because we're like, especially when we hit like 18 and 19, oh my God, and 20, it's like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, um, it's hard. It's really hard. And so when, when while you're trying to figure those things out about yourself, it's incredibly difficult not to be reckless with the people around you. <laughs> And so, you know, you grow up a little bit and people have the right to change. You have the right to change. Um, Not only change, but like figure themselves out. And unfortunately, sometimes that's at the cost of um, it not working out with you, you know. And so, or it not working out um, with you for them. And so it is extremely difficult you know, to obviously go through that transition. And now it's like, now I can talk about it looking back because when I'm in it, I I can't really speak on it. That's just the way I am because number one, I'm not conscious of everything, right? I can't really process something I'm still in necessarily. And so looking back now, um, you know, it's, it's even more difficult when you can't really put a finger on it. Like why, how did we get here? How did we um, become so distant, you know? And then and then sometimes there are variables. You can label it out. You can call it out. You can call it what it is. You can say this is the reason. Um, either way, it, it's, it's equally painful, especially if you are so invested um, and cared. You know, and speaking of investment, like, obviously, right, the greater... Um, amount of time and energy and emotions and experiences and memories you've shared um, with said people, the more it's going to hurt, right? So like me seeing you one day versus me sharing my whole freaking life, basically 10, 15, you know, 20 years with you, and then that no longer being present, it's going to hurt different ways, obviously. Um, and so, yeah, I think you know, if I could give anyone out there listening advice, the number one thing I would say not to do, even though I'm still going to be, you know, I'm not there. I haven't, I'm not fully experienced. I think we're always going to be letting go of things as we move on in life. Um, there are probably things in my life now that I'm going to have to let go of, you know, um, in the future. But from what I have experienced so far, I'll give, I'll say one thing not to, you know, one thing that I wish I did differently. And that was being in denial of the changes around me. Oh my gosh. You know, I think it is a natural response. You know, it is a, um, it's actually the first stage of, of the grieving process, if I'm not mistaken. And so you're in denial, you know, you're in shock. You're like, there's no way this is not happening. Even though you feel these people and things and opportunities literally slipping out of your hands, you're like, you're acting as if it's not, it's not happening to the extent that it is happening or to the level or degree. And I think, you know, I have grace for that because that is, I think, a normal response in the, you know, the beginning stages of loss and grief. But um, at the same time, if you stay there a little too long, you almost, you know, you almost kind of like start to feel like you're delusional 
or not feel like, but people will literally tell you like, fam, you're tripping because so-and-so ain't here, fam. All right. And they're not coming back. That's the thing. They're not coming back. Uh, and you probably don't even want them to come back. Right. Because you've also changed. And so, um, the, the denial phase is absolutely gut-wrenching, heart-wrenching, but at the same time, it can be so dangerous because, you know, the amount, the amount of time that you're in denial is the amount of time that you have yet to actually begin, you know, the, the process of letting go of these things and these disappointments. And so for me, um, let's be honest, I, there are people and things that literally lived rent free, sis. Okay, Linda, rent free, I tell you, um, for a good three, four years in my head and in my heart, but they're literally not like, I couldn't tell them apart from someone else on the crowd. Like they're nowhere to be found. And I think that speaks to the power of the mind. You know, that speaks to the power of emotions and attachments and, and all these things. And it's like, um, you start to see like, it starts to get weird, you know what I mean? Once you finally realize, like, wait a minute, I've been in denial all these years, and I'm so stuck on the initial hurt. I'm so stuck on the initial pain. I'm so stuck on the, you know, the disbelief of it all that, like, I can't even begin to move on, to move forward, you know? Um, and then you start to see, like, hold up, wait a minute. All right, they got way too much time. Like literally, I'm freely, freely giving my time to these things and these people that are not in your life. Like, think about how crazy that sounds. It's crazy, okay? Crazy with the capital Z. Like, child, child. <laughs> because girl, they ain't. They, it's not there. It's just they're not there. They're not coming back, you know, and obviously, you know, if, especially if you didn't have closure with these people, it's like, it can appear, right? They can appear to be like, you know, as if like they've completely moved on, they're not bothered, ain't nobody worried about you. And that's probably true. They're probably not even worried about you. You know what I'm saying? As much as you're worried about them. And it's like, dang, you know, and I wonder if some of that is tied to self-worth. Hmm. <laughs> Could it be, okay, that you have you are having such a hard time of accepting the reality and the rejection that has come? Um, not only the rejection, but however it played out, right? Obviously, you need context and in, in how the situations played out and how relationships ended, but could it be, okay, that your identity or part of your self-worth was so wrapped up? in the presence of these people that the absence of them is like has you shook and what you're actually shook about is your identity because you're like wait a minute you can't leave me and if you do i don't know who i am um i am raising my hand okay you just can't see it because child i actually asked some of you guys what what's the hardest part of letting go um, on Instagram, uh, yeah, on the Instagram page. And to my point, someone said, I actually cried when I read this because they were not, um, they were not kidding <laughs> when they answered. Someone said, see if I can find it. 
Okay, someone said, sometimes they become so synonymous with who I am that when I consider letting them go, I no longer think that I'm letting go of them, but I am letting go a part of myself. My gosh. To add on to that, someone else said similar points, just different um, words. They said, you have to make peace with a new version of yourself. Because a part of you, unfortunately, leaves with them. (sighs) Listen, Lindas, y'all get a shout out. Y'all know who you are, okay? You know who you are, and uh, I'm addressing you with the capital L's in the Lindas today. Because you spoke directly to it. You spoke directly to it because that's the thing. That is the thing. You, You feel like, and it absolutely can be true. Um, It can be a beautiful thing, but it's also a painful thing, you know, and it could be a a really unhealthy thing to attribute yourself or tie yourself to, you know, who you were when you were with this person, okay? And when I say with, I'm not, it doesn't have to be romantically, it can be um, platonic, it could be, you know, your girlfriends or whatever, and it's like, how, how? Literally, how? How do you accept, you know, that a part of you is leaving as well? Okay, I can't tell you how, but let me tell you what happened with me. So, once I realized, wait a minute, I've been in denial all these years. It's unfortunate. It has robbed me of making new friends. It has robbed... Well, let me not say that. That's a bold, That's a whole lie, okay? Sometimes we be giving the enemy way too much room and credit that he does not have, nor does it exist. It did not rob me of not making new friends, but what it did was it robbed me of appreciating, okay, and giving value to the new friends I was making, which is also not okay. Um, because let's be honest, a part of the struggle of letting go you know, of certain things or times in your life is that you feel there's this devastating um, lie and feeling that's like, that tells you the best part of your life has already gone by. Child, it's a lie. It's a lie with a capital L-I-E, okay? It's a lie. And you know, and I think part of that too, again, if you're letting go of something that was a part of your formative years, your youth, uh, your adolescent years, um, there is a nostalgia, right, to be recognized about th- that that era or that time in your life. It's like there's a feeling and emotion attached to your youth and everything that was so good about it. Um, that we honestly, you can't get that back. And there is there is a grievance there. There is a loss there because even if you're not letting go of something, even just letting go of being a kid, like that's a whole nother thing for a whole nother day, okay? Um, but to my point, like when I realized that, wait a minute, I'm in denial. Like I actually, have I actually let, let, you know, have I actually let go of these things? And then I realized, wait a minute, you can let you you maybe you have maybe you have let go in some ways, but you're holding on in other ways, right? And I feel like the in the ways that I was holding on still were detrimental to me. Okay, they were detrimental to my presence. They were detrimental to how appreciative I was, like I said before, of the people around me. Um, 
and they were detrimental to how much I was engaging or not engaging in the people around me. And so I had to stop. Okay, I had to stop. I said, you know, it's painful, it's unfortunate, but I have to move on. It's like taking taking a deep breath, okay? Taking a deep breath. That's what it feels like. And there is a maturity and a growth that comes along with letting go. Let's be, let's, it's, it's kind of attractive, okay? I felt like a boss. I said, yeah, all right, let's be real. Let's face these emotions. You know, it is what it is. And so, with that being said, um, one thing I did have to do was embrace the reality of the changes and the losses in order to heal and fully move on. Let me tell you something. The sun was shining different, honey, after I started letting go. Okay? The sun was shining differently. I started seeing the people around me for all of their value and their worth and how much of a privilege it was to have them around me. I started to be hopeful, right? Hopeful that, the you know, the best part of my life is coming. You know, the the... The best opportunities are coming. The best friendships are here and are coming. And, um, you know, you get my drift. And so I want to encourage you guys, you know, if anyone out there is is maybe processing what letting go has looked like for them, or if you are in the middle of letting go, uh, whatever it may be, like, it's going to be okay. That's number one. Number two, let's work on the denial. Let's work on the, the, the denial, sis, because um, there's no way you can fully address, fully move on from something that you have not acknowledged as a reality. Um, and number three, I would just say, you know, have hope for the future. Hope for good things. That's been my thing. Like, that's been my motto the last two years of my life when I really did start to let go and it's okay it's okay you know and I think a part of I will add a part of you know the fear of actually letting go of certain things or said people is that you feel like oh maybe that means I don't really care about them or that I don't love them no it's possible to still have a level of respect and love and appreciation and honor what you did have with that person and still move on you know and so I think, you know, we need to give ourselves a little grace, a little permission and, and say, okay, look, I'm not, this is not, it doesn't mean I don't care. You know, it doesn't, sometimes it does mean I don't care, child. Let's be real and duh. But then other times, you know, um, it, it, it doesn't have to mean you don't care. So that's that on that. Um, I did want to read what you guys shared because I did ask you guys on uh, Listen Linda podcast Instagram, I asked you guys what you would say is the hardest part of letting go. Child, someone said feeling like that was the only chance I had to ever have that specific person, place, or thing. (gasps) Don't I know it? Don't I know it? Sorry, guys, I sing things when I really feel it. Um... (laughs) So get used to it, Linda's. Um, And then someone else said, 
the emotional attachment to the person, place, or object. Mm. It's the emotions for me. It's just the emotions taking me over. Oh, Destiny's Child. And then someone said, the hardest part for me is the thought of what if I could have, or what if it could have worked out and letting go of the memories. Child, you know, I will say one thing about that. You, I understand, you know, that you do have to let go of some memories, but I think, you know, once you come to a, you know, a healed and more wholesome place, especially if it was a painful thing that you have to let go of, um, no, some of the memories I still look back and smile on because, I mean, the good ones, yeah. I, I definitely do look back and be like, oh, I remember that. Or something will trigger me or remind me of a person and I'll smile. So that's okay. Like, you don't have to let go of everything unless it was toxic. Let it go. Um, someone said I will be miss. I, oh, ooh, I butchered that. Excuse me. Someone said I feel like. I will be missing out on something. And most times, I don't even know what it is, Linda. Yeah, that's a word. That's called your imagination. That's what that's called. Mm. Don't I know? Again, like I said, the power of your mind. Like, I don't even know what it is I feel like I'm going to miss out on. But you do. You start thinking about it. It doesn't exist. Um, Let's see. Someone, oh, this is a real one. Someone said, loving them but knowing that you or vice versa are not good together. <sighs> that's a deep inhale. Yeah, that's 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 the one. Very true. Sometimes you can, it's not necessarily something, you know, something was done to you or you did something to them or you naturally drift, but you actually had to make a decision to step aside because it felt like it was toxic. Yeah. That's real. Anyways, thank you so much, guys, for your input. Those were some of my favorite ones. I There were other ones as well. They were really great. Um, but I noted those as my favorites because I think they really could be relatable on a larger scale. Um, and they definitely struck a chord with me. One thing I will leave you with, all right, is this quote, Linda. Okay, I was minding my business walking on campus one day, and I kid you not, okay, this was literally, and when I say one day, like two weeks ago, when I was already thinking about, you know, making this, you know, what we talk about today, knowing, like, or knowing that this was my topic for today, I look down and I find this bright lime green piece of paper with a quote on it, and I love words, for those of you that don't know, so I picked it up. And this is what it says. <sighs> Starting today, I need to forget what is gone, appreciate what still remains, and look forward to what is coming next. Now, Shabbat, somebody. Doesn't that sound like a word, okay? Let's say it one more time. Starting today, I need to forget what is gone, appreciate what still remains, and look forward to what is coming next. Till next time on Listen Linda.